Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Switching Stances. I am one of your hosts, Tyler, joined by my good friend, my good buddy, Ollie, aka Gaz. How's it going, mate? It's going well, man. Uh, uni's picking up, final semester. Um, yep. And we're sort of in the MMA off-season, which is convenient. It sort of times together quite nicely because I don't have to stay up late for middleweight main events or, yep. you know, women's bantamweight, um, <laughs> which is nice. It's nice to sort of have that, have those evenings off sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there's been, I felt like last weekend was so full of combat sports. Obviously, the, our main thing is UFC. Um, yeah. And the bigger fights with UFC. So there wasn't like a UFC pay-per-view, but there was a UFC card. There was Bellator. There was um, one championship. Yep. There was um, a great boxing fight um, that I was very, like of everything for the weekend, the thing I was most looking forward to was davis garcia to be honest sure. that was the th- that's what the most hyped i've been for a boxing match in quite a few years well it would have been mayweather mcgregor for a different reason i was excited be- for this for the boxing side of it mayweather mcgregor obviously just for the the theater Spectacle. of it but i was yeah. ex- i can't deny it. i was fucking pumped for that shit i was right on that train i was like god it's gonna win um you know sure to yeah yeah um riding the wave but yeah it was a it was a Big weekend uh, of combat sports and a lot of news, a lot of stuff going on. Fight announcements, yeah. shifts around, like new fights added to. I mean, we probably don't need to talk about Bilal and and Gilbert Burns until you know next week. Um, well, we'll do the breakdown of that card. Well, 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 surely we'll do the breakdown this week because. Oh no, no, it'll be post. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Yep, yeah, you're right. At the time of recording, we're recording. Yeah. This, what, it's Thursday. Yes. Well, it's not this weekend. It's next weekend. No, it's not this weekend. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, what? Recording this week? Then why are we doing this episode? <laughs> this is totally different. Um, it's all that uni, mate. It's all the sleepers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that is fully it. Yeah. It's brain We broken. were talking off air before about what you're doing for your final um, sort of dissertation at uni and we don't have to say it yet but i feel like once obviously the uni owns that you were saying so we can't you can't like get it out there and publish it but you could bring that knowledge and what you've written and it could be a great episode because i think just as itself it's a great podcast episode or even just for you to make a video version a shortened or it can be as long video version of, of what you wrote if you wanted to be solo but i just feel like it's a great topic and it's a topic i think we could dedicate a whole piece of content too. If you can't, you know, publish it as a as a literary piece, but you can obviously take your opinions and it be a discussion. Maybe it's safer legally if it's a discussion between you and I. Um, but I think it's a great topic, so I'm just gonna throw that at you. Yeah, no, I'd be up for it. I'd be up for it. It's a fun one. It's a fun one to write about and a fun one to learn about as well. Whilst I'm sort of in the process of it, because it's I'm I'm writing about why MMA is such a right wing space inherently. And yeah. whilst it's something that I've always sort of been aware of, it's been really interesting to read more deeply into it and to sort yeah. of understand that at a deeper level um, from so many different angles, which has been really yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's definitely something I've always known and, and, and seen and, and noticed, but it's when you really think about it, how deep it goes and how prevalent mm. it is in MMA and I'd love to know the reasoning behind it like I'm very interested to to read it once you've once you've done so that's that's exciting 
yeah, no, it's it's a good time. I mean, it's it's uni work, but it's yeah. It, mate, it's better than I'm sure the other people's fucking topics. Yeah, exactly. Them. I get to write about something sure, I care so. about, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at least half those people, and that's being fucking generous, are writing about shit they don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Or they're imagine. pretending to give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying to frame it in a way that makes them yeah. care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've started first week of fight camp. Yes. This week, proper of course. week. You know, like, I've, I'm always training and stuff, but, like, where it's sort of escalating and the intensity is escalating and the expectations are escalating. Um, and diet started too. So it's also like... We begin the we begin the cut, we begin the hard training, and it's exciting. But the, like the funny thing is, I was thinking about this before, because I sort of took the weekend to really, because I've been so busy. I'm, every weekend, stuff going on, lots of stuff with friends. There's a wedding. Like there's just a lot coming up, work as well, training, all this sort of stuff. Sure. And I just needed the weekend, and I was housing and looking after my best mate's dog while he's on his honeymoon, and. To the weekend, just relax and just reset. And I knew I'm like, I mentally need to like get in the zone because I haven't been thinking about this fight. Like I know it's there and I know it's coming, but like my real focus hasn't been on it. And I need to switch my brain from where I am to that's now my main priority for the next seven, eight weeks. And it was good to get my brain there and, and just sort of into war mode. Of, sort of let, yeah, well, let all the stuff that's been going on, the really happy stuff, really good stuff, really non-war mode related things happening. And yeah. And let that settle let and digest pass. it properly. Like I just needed to let them digest. So I needed that time to stop, think, reflect, enjoy. Um, you know, I literally just like hung, hung out with my girl and, and our friend's dog and just chilled both, both days, just relaxed um didn't do too much just caught, got some sun drank some coffee chilled ate my favorite food because can't enjoy that no was no that, uh, no no wings, is that wings no, oh yeah, no, bro, yeah it was wings it was wings and i knew that last bite i had i was like this is it for it's, <laughs> oh. it's gonna fucking torment me um but it's good like weight's already good i'm very happy this shouldn't be like too bad and i love cooking too so i've just been like coming up with new things and looking up new recipes so I can at least make this food that's pretty much the same sort of stuff a bit different each time and a bit more fun and a mm. bit more exciting so I don't get bored. Um, but yeah, definitely getting in that mindset, man. Definitely just getting zoned in what the focus is going to be. And I think about the fun. I'm like, man, I am not afraid to fight at all. I have no fear when I think about this fight. Just excitement. I'm just fucking pumped. But I have a lot of fear about camp. Different. Way yeah, more scared yeah, of training camp, bro. Way more scared of training camp and going to training than fighting. It's way harder. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's, just, it's like, a consistent effort, I suppose, rather than that. Oh, what no. Is it? Well, I mean, How long are you fighting I mean, for? Is it six minutes or is it nine minutes? It'll be probably six minutes. Mm-hmm. Probably eight, in and out, eight minutes. It's going to be quick. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. This, this first Rules fight's all Muay, Muay Thai. It's all Muay Thai rules. So it's not an MMA fight. It's a Muay Thai it's a kickboxing fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, oh, no, I'm like, sure, it's... it's. 
the the long span of it, which is part of it for sure, the mental side of it. But it's but dude, no, it's the individual sessions that are way harder than the fight's gonna be. Sure, what and just grueling, dude? It, you get pushed, yeah, like to to pretty fucking insane levels of yourself that you didn't think you could go, and the intensity of that environment. Like you go to dark places, and I've seen it in my teammates. And knowing I've got to go there, and I'm on the journey there, it's both exciting and terrifying. Whereas the fight's just exciting to me, because what will be will be, and it's very short. You know, like in comparison to you train for two, three hours a night. Different, sure. different. Because I'll finish work and go, oh Jesus fucking Christ, I'm about to go to three hours of hell, three hours of darkness. Before I even get home. Yeah, right. Which yeah, you just right. don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And once you're home, you're just like, like I am now. It's 9.30pm. I just finished a, yeah, a two-hour sesh after work. Long day. Long day by the end. And then you're just cooking dinner and pretty much I had half an hour. I sort of was horizontal scrolling through social media for half an hour. And then we're here, you know, this is what we do and I love it, but I'm definitely excited for a break. Definitely excited for yeah. a break, booking a trip yeah. to Hawaii um, yes. towards the end of the year or the second, or mid, mid sec, like third quarter of the year. Um, so that'll be good. Something to look forward to. Yeah, Something it's exciting. You like. can sort of get, I mean, I was going to say you can get away to the sun, but like, obviously, I mean, <laughs> obviously, yeah, yeah, you're in Australia. You live in I live in Australia. I live in and, Queensland, the Sunshine State, and that's your summer, isn't it? So, mm. no, it'll be just after our winter. Oh right, okay. Just after our winter, but winter too. We have two. It, where I live, we have about two weeks of winter a year. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Well, I I could I could go to the beach twelve months of the year, bro. Yeah. No, I can't do that. In the can't ocean. do that here. We'll be no, miserable we, for no. ten out of twelve months. Oh, winter here is the best. Because it's not winter, it's 24 degrees Celsius and sunny, blue skies, clear. Beautiful. Sure. You know, it's just glorious weather here in winter. My favourite time of year. Because it's not cold. It's like the perfect middle. And then summer is just hot as fuck. Yeah, see, we, we get... day. Our summers are sort of like more of a dice roll as to whether it's actually going to be summer today or if it's going to be yeah. kind of just miserable again. You know, you'll get you'll get two weeks of it being beautiful and, like, perfect temperature. No issues with um, it being too hot or too cold or, like, too windy. You'll have two weeks of it yeah. just being perfect. And then for the rest of the summer, it'll be either rain or just a bit shit and cloudy or sunny but also windy and so it doesn't really fucking work with the sun you know you, you can't yeah. like go out and like enjoy it because it's just windy and cold anyway yeah i just started laughing and giggling because um you and i are talking about weather <laughs> switching stances <laughs> i just had that like moment i was like pulled back i'm like oh, oh god we're talking about <laughs> weather <laughs> we're talking about the weather mate that's how you know there's fucking nothing to talk about yeah <laughs> no there's plenty to talk about. There's there plenty is there is there's there's announcements the but there's announcements yeah. but like we are f firmly in the off season 
Yeah, we've got a couple of weeks. But, but I mean, to be fair, we had such a banger period of time. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Earlier, yeah, but pretty it, much from Volk Islam to to now has been just absolute yeah. bangers. Um, other than a few weeks, you know, a few shit yeah. weeks. Um, yeah, but there's always been yeah. something to look forward to. Whereas now yes. it's like a long a long road to UFC 290. Yeah, yeah, there is. You're right. We've got two pretty average pay-per-views on the horizon before mm-hmm. we get to International Fight Week, July, banger, just the card of the year right now. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's Perth 2.0. It's Australia card of the year 2.0. It's the second of three Australia cards. Because there's a Sydney one at the end of the year. Though, yes, this is in Las Vegas, Las Vegas Nevada. And people are like, but Tyler, what do you mean? It's a straight card. Well, it's owned by the Aussies. Well, it's owned by the Anzacs. 100%. Shout out to Anzac Day. That was this past week, 25th of April. Um, shout out to, to the Anzacs. Um, and because we, we have Dan Hooker, a Kiwi, fellow brethren on the card, as well as a million Aussies. Mm-hmm. Jack Della Maddalena. Robert the Reaper Whitaker. And the goat pound for pound king Alexander the Great Volkanovsky defending his featherweight title. You know, it's so, so exciting. That's a, a that's a banger. That's about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like the end of this episode. I want to talk about that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think we'll get to it with um just like new fight announcements. Yeah. News part. Um, yeah. Um. Let's start with this past weekend. Okay. Um, this past weekend. Well, actually, you don't let's want to, go you don't back want to touch quickly, on Holloway. Let's just very quickly touch on Holloway and Allen um, because I want to know how you scored it. I did not watch it live. I watched it um, after okay. the fact. I knew who won. Sure. Um, and I went then back and watched. So I don't know how that affects my scoring. I had it 3 2 Holloway very comfortably. Yeah, I would agree with that. I had it. I had round two to Arnold, um, and I also had round five to Arnold. I know that there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of controversy about that because Arnold got dropped in the f- literal final second. Oh of that no, round. you're right. No, I get that all the way. No, I get that. Liter- all the way. Literally the final second of that round, he he yeah. threw himself out of position and got clicked, clicked, clocked. Um, but it's. One of those where I'm like, he what? I don't know how hurt he really was in that moment, and I know we're we're doing like um, we're doing like assumption signs. I don't which, know how hurt he was. Well, hurt enough to get fucking dropped, cunt. No, That's but here's the thing, he man. Was. Here's the thing, man. If you watched, if you watched that moment, he's like, he's doing the, he's doing the Ricardo Lamas thing, and he's like throwing heavy. He throws himself out of position. Um, he he gets he gets hit he gets wobbled a little bit, throws himself out of position hard. with an overhand I don't, I think and gets hooked. English bias. I might be. I'm a, hey man, I might be. Um, and I, I like totally hey man, don't. I I totally don't care about right. giving that round to Holloway. I think you can totally give that round to Holloway. Um, but I would also say, does a knockdown in the final second discredit Arnold winning? comfortably the minutes of that round yeah. maybe yeah. maybe i'm totally I don't wrong know. in my in my thinking because i had it 3-1 going into the fifth yeah i had it 3-1 going into the fifth and then i was like i don't really now that i think back yes i think i was fine with the fifth either way it went i think i was giving it to holloway so maybe i had a 4-1 
But yeah. Like I was more Which thinking totally if valid. he gave to Alan, sure. But it was already 3-1 going into the fifth. This is how I felt. And it's how Alan's corner felt. They told him he needs to knock him out. Yeah, 100%. He needs to yeah. the fight. And you know, they... Alan, Alan's spoken it since and been like, I didn't feel like a winner. Um, you know, I, I knew... He was like, I was... He was like, I was surprised Didn't at win. some of the scorecards. He was like, I thought I won two and five. And he also thought he won four, which is like valid. I get that. And it's one of those fights where it was one on the slimmest of margins where you can you can have justifiably, I think, a 48-47 to Allen. And I also think you can justifiably have 50-45 Holloway. I mean... I don't know if I agree with that. I I, look, I know I, what I, you're trying to say that there were slim margins, but I think if you look close, and I think even live, I felt pretty comfortable. I'm not saying it was like a domination round, but I just felt like I know who won the round. And I, I think don't, I think three of those rounds were Holloways, and I don't, I just don't see how it was any other way. Sure, they were close-ish. They were close. But I know who won that round. It was Max Holloway. And yeah, I didn't no, want I mean, Max to win. I want Volk to have fresh opponents. I don't want Holloway same. to just be sitting there forever. I But it was nice, i tell you what. Because Max Holloway used to be one of my favourite fighters. But then for the last three years, he's been fighting Volk. And I've just fucking had to hate him. Yeah. I've, I've sort of forgot how much I like Max Holloway. Yeah, Because I've was... been like designed to not like him for the last three years. Yeah, 100%. He's been fighting, yeah, he's been fighting, I think, both of our favourite fighters. So, it's been, it's been hard. I mean, I've been, enjo- I enjoyed him in the Rodriguez performance, but yep. it was one that didn't show the best of him, really, I don't think. Yeah. I think he looked like he was losing more of a step than maybe he had. Um, and I, yeah. I still, I still stand by it. We talked a little bit last time about primes and where Holloway's out with his prime. And... I still believe that he's on the downward trend, but I, I think agree. he's I think he's adapting his fight style to fit that. You know, this this yeah, all-around no, performance 100%. was yeah, I, he's, smart. He's past his prime. I think Max Holloway is past his prime, but that doesn't mean he can't win and challenge for world championships because that's the level he is, and that's his yeah. his his fight IQ and his way, like you said, to adapt to his age. But he's been fighting a long... Yes, he's young-ish, but he's been fighting a very long time. Yeah, in five years, age. he's not young. Like, Jose Aldo is about 80,000 years old in five years. And he was, like... Jose Aldo in five years was old when he fought Conor McGregor. Yeah. Let alone now. You know what I mean? But Jose's not that old, really. When you look at his age, he's, what, 35? Even if that? How old is Jose Aldo? Yeah, he's he's... I think he might be 36 now. I'm not sure. He's 36. Yes, you're right. Yeah. He's, th- he's 36. Bonian, yeah. Now he's 36. Yeah, was he Was he 36? He's he retired from UF- MMA and UFC and boxing now. Yeah. No, he's not that old. No. No. He's obviously past his prime. And also... Like, he he felt like... like he was old seven years ago when he was 29. Yeah, and he also totally could have been winning. He could have totally got a title shot in yes. you know whilst in, in bantamweight whilst past his prime. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a great example. Great example. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, yeah, well, I but, mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great performance from Holloway. I really, yeah, it definitely was. Like to see, like his his will to win was back. Mm-hmm. He, he, just being able to see him do his thing and get that confidence and get in his rhythm, um, it was nice to see, and it was nice to root for him. I still thought Allen did really well. Yes, I was very impressed with 100%. Allen. Um, I thought, I mean, he obviously did better than like Calvin Carter did, um, and many others have done. Yeah, but. Um. Yeah, I don't. I think it just showed. I think Alan will do well for this fight. I yeah. hope he has the opportunity for this to be a good thing, um, and it will. So I hope. I I'm confident. I hope so. In Alan's really mentality, that he's not someone to look at this fight and go like, "Oh, what? Come on, man!" But he he yeah. spoke about it, and he was like, "I was expecting." We planned the entire camp around a Max Holloway who's going to come out. He's going to jab a lot. He's going to get in my face. You know, who's who's been on the back of a dominant, dominant smushing against Volkanovski. And is going to want to prove himself and come back with this. Yeah. I'm the best boxer in the UFC, baby. You know, yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want to, you know, again. I want to kill someone. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I thought he would, Alan, uh, Alan was like, yeah, I thought he was going to come back as this sort of force of nature that we'd have to weather. And he so didn't. And what, <laughs> what made me laugh was, um, the entire sort of build-up to this fight, I, I was watching back some Holloway. And the thing that was... Obviously, Holloway's a lead-hand happy fighter. He loves to build off of his jab and throw his jab first. He leads a lot of his combinations with a jab. And what always troubles him with southpaws is people just stopping his jab. Because then, once you stop his jab, he can't really get going. And that, that's something that Volkanovski worked on as well to a different extent where he'd he'd circle away from the jab, circle towards Holloway's power. And it just meant that Holloway couldn't touch him a lot of the time. Yeah. Um and so I was like, oh that's interesting, especially given Alan has that sort of high elbow guard that he'll he'll roll over. And so I'm just thinking, you know, if Max is going to be trying to jab and he's going to be jabbing into Alan's elbow all the time, that's going to stop a lot of stuff and then that'll be interesting to see build. And Holloway just comes out southpaw immediately, and it's like, okay, well, that entire dynamic's gone now. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. he's he's just like able to fight in southpaw just as competently now. Yeah, and so it just it's became a totally different, an orthodox totally versus orthodox style, style matchup. It's, yeah, it's a totally different style to yeah, um, fight at southpaw and that mentality. So when you're a southpaw and you come up against another southpaw, it can be a bit of a mind fuck because you're yeah. so used to being that person that has that advantage where it's about the footwork, which you're used to as a Southpaw, mm. where you're always thinking about where your foot position is um, and being on the outside um, of their lead leg. Whereas mm. now it's close stance. When it's orthodox and orthodox, you're way more squared up when you want to land those yeah. shots squared up in front. Um, so it's a totally different footwork sort of thinking. If you're a Southpaw and another Southpaw comes out, then all of a sudden, it's not about where the feet are. It's not about being on the out. Well, it's about where the feet are, but it's not about having your feet on the outside. It's about actually being squared up. Totally different way to throw. Totally different angle. It can be a bit of a mind fuck to get used to. So, um, it's one thing to learn southpaw competently. It's another thing to learn southpaw like it's orthodox. Yes, a hundred percent. And then you, so, as the fight wore on, you saw Holloway slipping back into that orthodox, like consciously, not as a bad habit emerging. Oh, for sure. It was because he's, he's um, said he's already got the rhythm. He's found the range, yeah. he's found the timing in Southpaw 
and now he can switch back and mix it up. And he, he's yeah, just, give himself. Different he's weapons. given himself that time to totally. Yeah, exactly. He set it up. He set the traps. He's he knows where he's safe to to do that. So it was really yeah. it was it's a smart smart fight from Max Holloway yeah, and from um it, it was just. It was an experienced win, is what I'll put it down to. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It was. It was. It came down to who was more experienced in that fight, um, and, and Max Holloway is obviously just such leagues above Allen, but still, Allen did so well in spite of that. Like, it's not like Yair Rodriguez that did really well also against Max, but Yair's been towards the top for a while. This was Allen's biggest fight by a lot. Like, yeah, he's fought Dan Hooker, but that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's fought some great, obviously great guys, but not this level. No, not this level. No. And this is such an enormous step up, and he, he he did admirably. So I'm I'm thinking, you haven't fought the Giggers, the Carters, the Emmets, the Taporias of the world. Get him a good win. Uh, yeah, and then he's right back there. He's right back. I there. think I think probably the winner of Emmett versus Taporia makes sense, or Ortega makes sense to me. Either of those two. I think Ortega is a good fight. I don't want either of them to lose. I like no, Brian I like them I both. Like Otega, so I'm not really keen on that fight. But um, give Arnold Allen um, Carter or Giga. And here's the thing, right? Give him Giga. The... Give him Giga. Give him Giga. I mean, that, that would be funny. <laughs> Allen will fuck him up. Yeah, he would. Absolutely. Smush him, yeah. 100%. Yeah, so I reckon um, that's the fight. But what's what's good about the current state of featherweight as well is that losing to Holloway in this manner doesn't put Allen back at all. He's still one ti- he's still one fight away from a title shot. Because who um, else is there? It's no. Well, I, still, I still think if he beats Ortega, I, I guess it, de- it depends who he fights. If he beats Ortega, sure. yes. But if he fought Giga, no. I think it I depends know, on who he beats. He doesn't get a title shot beating Giga, bro. He fucking doesn't. I, he, I, he, if he beats Carter, maybe. Beats like, Emmett, maybe. My my beats, question then is who else? Beats is a Korean there, Zombie, man? no. No, yeah, I mean like title well, shot zombie is tricky, but like. Well, Emmett's fighting fighting Taporia, bro. Taporia KOs Emmett in the first. Yeah, he, I think. Yeah, I think. Because I think Emmett Tepori just fought the for the interim title. I think Taporia is the only other one that can go for it, really. Yeah, or Emmett could easily go for it if he beat Taporia. Emmett just fought for the interim. Oh. If Volk beats Yair, you could definitely give it to Emmett. They won't. I just, I'm so him. uninterested in seeing Emmett fight for the title. Yeah, well, he won't. I don't think he will. Well, Tapori is not going to lose to Emmett. <laughs> Emmett, Tapori is going to knock out Josh Emmett. Ma- yeah, I mean, probably. He will. It's, it's one I'm, that makes I'm, me nervous. I, I promise you. I promise you he will. Yeah, bro. Tapori is hot. He's throbbing. He's got this. <laughs> Yeah. What? Is he not? <laughs> just... He looks like the hottest Bond villain of all time. No, no, no. It was, it was throbbing. <laughs> it was throbbing that got he me. He is. He's, he's young and throbbing. He's tan. He's hot. Like, you know what I mean? He has lashes for days. Yeah. You no, know? he is. He's a good looking man. Yeah, he is. He looks also evil deep down. Yes, like yeah. He's a dark spirit. Like, he looks like he, he tortures people. Sort of like, like a DCU he looks villain. Like... No, I no, God no, no. He looks like a like James Bond villain, like no. a Skyfall villain, he's like not, a Casino Royale not. villain. I don't know. Hold on. Let me pull up here. Let's put Tapuria. Let's have a look. 
No, he's too... He's too what? He's I don't know. Bad. He's too small for Bomb Villain. How dare you? It's true. It's true. We don't judge I can't people see him. on size. I can't see him in a suit. It's not the size that counts. Gaz, all right? Uh, I'm glad you're telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really reassured, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad. Um, I, I do want to touch on Edson Barboza versus Billy, Billy Quarantillo. Quarantillo? Quarantillo? I don't know. Yes. One of them. I'm going to get Quarantillo. I sure didn't fucking watch it. Oh, you... No. For, are you re- oh, no, nah, bro, I only watched... Because I was at the wedding the whole weekend. For I got sure. So that, dude, I was That's shattered. It. And I only watched Alan Max because I thought we had to podcast that week. I'm like, fuck, yeah. we have to talk about this. That's the only reason I watched it or else okay. I probably would never have watched it. Wow. Okay. I was shattered yeah. that weekend. I was absolutely shattered. Okay, so Barboza Quarantillo is... It starts off looking kind of how you'd expect it. What I expected was... Barboza. I don't even know who is... won, to be honest. Okay. I don't even wow. Know. Wow. I don't okay. even know. Okay. I don't know how you missed that, dude. It was sensational. Yeah, I was well I feel like I was well off social media. Yeah, you must have been, a good that... a good like five days. That kind of went big. Um Yeah. But you you start I might have, like off... posted or said something, but yeah, I didn't see this. Sorry. Go on. No, that's all right. Um but Quarantillo comes out with his sort of typical pace and pressure style of fight which is what Barboza hates the most <laughs> um, he can't seem to deal with people just coming at him intelligently cutting the ring pushing him against the cage um, he really struggles with it and he looks yeah. like he's struggling with it for most of the fight he still looks fast which I don't know what I was expecting or maybe I was expecting him mm. to look a little bit more washed um, yes. which don't get me wrong he is but <laughs> yeah, I was expecting him. His, his fast twitch muscle looked so fucking. His leg kicks, his kicks to the body were just like bop, bop, bop. You know, there. Yeah, Barbosa's um, a specimen, bro. Yeah, he's he's insane. And Corantillo yeah, Corantillo ducks in on a takedown or against the cage. Um, not even like badly set up or anything. He's just against the cage and ducks down. Yeah. And Barbosa knees him in the face, and it's over. Just chins him completely. And it was absolutely beautiful. It reminded me of the Dariush fight. I where Dariush set Yeah, Dariush set up the whole thing with that jab duck. Yeah. And in the third round, Barboza was like, okay, I see what you're doing. And flying need him. And this time he just got there even quicker. Um, yeah, I, I didn't pick Barboza to win. But no. I wanted him to. And I'm... Love that he did. That's tremendous. Yeah, it's stuff. really cool. It's really cool that he's done it. Um, I feel like I need to pull it up right immediately. Yeah, like I'm a Billy Q fan. Terrific. I like oh, me too. I like Billy Q. But it, I but like it's Bob one of those Bowser where Ball. it's like, yeah, it's one of those where you're like, man, can't hate that. Can't hate that at all. Like, no. so cool. Such a cool. Barbosa has this uncanny ability, even in his fight terms old age to really punish a level change he's so good at that mm. it's such a like such a niche little skill of his but he's so good at picking up when people try to duck in on him and then making them eat shit for it yeah oh absolutely i mean you can't be doing it as long as he's been doing it where that's his specialty 
and not just be able to nail it. He's a hundred percent of the time. He's a master at it. Yeah, and as as Quarantillo's sort of regaining consciousness and having his hand held by the ref, um, Bob Bose has just sort of stood there like, "Hey, man, um, I noticed this is the thing that you do a lot. I've been training my entire camp to punish this one level change, just so you know." <laughs> which was a bit like, which was like cool. It's like, man, it's cool that your camp are still doing right by you, and because you a lot of the time you'll see old fighters camps start to take advantage of them and sort of use them for paychecks yeah. and just send them out to war with sort of the old tricks you know are like you, you know what you're doing man you've been around for a long time you know kind of how to get through it it's cool that barbosa's yeah. camp are still actively drilling um things into him where he can punish tendencies of his opponents rather than just relying on natural ability and skill and savviness to get through yeah Dude, I've just got this fight up now. I'm yeah already. I'm like, fuck, should have watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% you They're should They're going this at is... it, bro. I'm like two and a half minutes. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, God, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in one. first one. Yeah. Let's, let's pull that back. Dude, what happened? He throws the, like, oh, he switched. He switched stance. Switching stances. Oh, yeah. oh god and billy's like patting the ref on the back no nonsense yeah. keith peterson in there stopping it billy doesn't oh. know where he's at there's me reacting to a fight live yeah um, i just re- i just went and rewatched it it's oh, like one of those that makes you feel a bit sick in the best way possible oh oh god Wow. It's a Barbosa, bro. Yeah. On all the gear. For sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, no. He looks like he's carved out of wood. Yeah. Dude. Out of marble. Yeah. Yeah. Out of wood. What? No. It's a (laughs) Barbosa. How dare you? How dare you? Um, This (laughs) fucking card this weekend, I just realized something. Song Yadong and Ricky Simone are fighting. Yeah, they are indeed. They are that, indeed. Man, that card. Look at ju- the card now. That's terrible. No, I'm not talking about this. I refuse. I only. I mean, yeah. I think it's right. I don't have much to talk about with Song Yadong and Ricky Simone because I don't know. I don't know much about Ricky Simone. Like Song Yadong. No. Yeah. I, I've got stuff to talk about with Song Yadong because I've watched him enough. Um, I watched him all in the build-up to his Sanhagen fight. Um, he's good, but he... Switching... St- uh, not switching stances, that's us. Heavy hands. Um, <laughs> we're talking about this. Um, how he still very much feels like a prospect. In that he's... He's at Team Alpha Male, and it's... I'm a little unsure as to whether that's the right place for someone who's trying to come up at the moment or to, or someone who's like done their coming up really who's like competitive yeah. in the upper echelons of a division um cuz he's he's good he's good at scrambling he's good on the bottom like he's good at getting up you can't really hold him down very well he's good at defending takedowns and not even letting them get to the ground um but he's he's a little plodding in the fact that he he'll move 
and move and move and move. And then when he wants to throw, he'll set himself down and then he'll throw. And it's obviously he's doing that to get as much power into his punches as possible. And he's he's a heavy hitter for sure. Yeah, he's got legit knockout power, but he's someone that kind of suffers in the movement aspect. Um, just because you can kind of predict when he's going to stop moving. So who are you picking, Song Yudong? Know? I don't, I don't know enough about Ricky Simone. It's the sort of thing is like the only when I think of know, Ricky Simone, I think of Uriah Faber and Sacramento. Yeah, right. Because that's the thing you is know? that he's he's a. I know Ricky. I've watched Ricky Simone's other fight and fights. I know he's great, but he's not yeah. someone I remember. If that makes sense, like I've I've seen half a, like half a dozen of his fights. Yeah. But I can't recall a single one of them other than Uriah Faber. Yeah, I've seen this. I must have seen the Kelleher fight. And I must have seen the... Well, I know I've seen the Jack Shaw fight. And I've I've seen the Faber finish. And I saw the uh, Dvalishvili fight as well. Um, so we know that he can keep a pace because he fought Marab and won that even if was losing all of it up until the final bit. Um, the Jack Shaw fight, he punished Jack quite well. Like that looked, he looked really good in that fight. Um, it's tricky, man, because what do we know? We know that he can keep a pace and we know that he's consistently good. He's beaten some like good guys for sure. You know, a loss to Rob Font isn't, really any shake on you Faber's a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a like <laughs> a bit of a poor performance on your behalf but yeah <laughs> um you know there's a reason that Faber worked in that fight um what make what like yeah. if thing is right is that team alpha male if they are anything they are wrestling and an overhand and yeah and well, while Song Yudong isn't a wrestler, he sure has an overhand. And I wonder if he can just clock Ricky with it the same way that Faber did. Especially as Faber has knocked him out. Like, you'd expect Faber to be game planning quite heavily with Yudong to be like, hey, this is what I did. If he's the same guy that he was, you know, he's going to get clocked by it again. So it's tricky. I, I mean, I think Ricky Simone's evolved in his mind. I think so fights, too. 100%. Because I've watched him. I just can't recall them, but I recall being like, man, Ricky Simone's really come a long way. You know? He's 20 yeah. and 3. He's got a phenomenal record. Yeah. And losing to Uriah Faber, I mean, Uriah Faber's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. He's a former it's world like, champion, not UFC, but, you know, uh, there was no as div- good, you know, as good as. featherweight yeah. division at that time. So yeah, as good as. as good, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, anyone that knows the sport knows. Yeah. Yeah, we're really spending way too much time talking about this fucking fight. Um, I mean, dude, it, 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 because it is mullet. Yeah. because mullet. That's why <laughs> I'm also going to pick Ricky Simone. I think that Yudong needs Record to evolve. <laughs> I think that Yudong needs to evolve a bit, and he yeah, hasn't done better. so yet. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have a mullet as well. Um, yeah. And you know what? We managed to get through all of that without making a single dong joke, which is good. I yeah, think. that is super good. Super good. Um, um, I'd like to very, I'd like to very briefly touch yeah, on, yeah. touch on Sergey Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades. Um, 
I mean, obviously, I'm I wish an... we'd. I was so annoyed. I'm like, fuck, I wish we recorded last week. Yeah, it would have been so Because I know funny. how on Curtis's nut you are, and I would have said the exact. I would have said this. Sergey's going to fuck him up in the first round. Mm hmm. I was like, I think it was Jared telling me the odds on it. I'm like, how is Sergey the underdog by so much? Put your money on him. He's going to beat Blades. Blades ain't shit. He sucks. Okay, so I don't rate my, him like you rate thing. him. Here's my thing, right? He's, I think he's good. I think he's probably one of the more well-rounded, better heavyweights. The his issue, Curtis Blades' issue, and I would have said this in the pre-fight, but I would have just been convinced that he'd overcome it. Um, Blades' issue is that he fucking sucks. <laughs> when he starts fighting power punches, you can just stop. You can just stop. I know. I knew you were gonna say that. That's why I laughed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fuck. You know. He's he he really kind of shits the bed when he starts fighting power punches. So you can time him on things. And Garnu, um, Derek Lewis, and now Pavlovich. Well, Stand up is questionable. Well. Yeah, like like he's he's like a competent heavyweight boxer who will occasionally which locate. isn't saying a lot because what no do we it's not know? saying a lot what do we know heavyweights suck yeah heavyweights like, suck it's one of the key rules here at switching stances it is one yeah. of our isms is heavyweights fucking suck i feel like that we need we like our own know. little our own little clubhouse rules white you know whiteboard yeah, sort of yeah. thing that you had yeah we do we need one of the one of the key rules here at switching stances one of the key laws Rules to live by, I guess. True truths, you know. Death, mm-hmm. taxes, and heavyweights fucking suck. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's just how it is. So you say what you want about Curtis Blades and his resume and his athletic background, but he is a heavyweight, and therefore mm-hmm. he sucks too. Yeah, and I think he sucks a lot more than Sergey, and that came to be true. I think it's a it's a real shame that he does as well because Pavlovich has looked horrendous on the ground the only time he'd ever been put there, which is by what was meant to be a layup in Alistair Overing. Um, you know, someone who with a very clearly declining chin, um, who was expected, you would think, to be knocked out by Pavlovich. That's sort of what they were going for. And yeah. And and Overeem just sort of put him on his back. Wasn't even on him. Was sort of standing over him. Pavlovich didn't try to recover guard. He didn't try to do any... He literally lay there like he'd hit his head or something. Um, well... He lay, like he, he lay there and just did nothing. And then mm. Overeem started elbowing the fuck yeah, out of his face. I don't care and it was horrible. Says, I raid Overeem. I raid Overeem. He's a heavyweight and therefore he sucks. But I raid Overeem. I raid Overeem. For but it's a sucking I think heavyweight. It's, it's the principle of he got put on his back and he didn't try to do anything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, Curtis Blades can put you on your back. Um. You're gonna like, and he's he, you know, Curtis Blade knocked out over him with elbows and ground and pound. I sort of saw a similar thing happening. Um, with Pavlovich just getting taken down and elbowed into Smush. No. But no, uh, Blades decided he'd. What was interesting. Um, is that Blades decided he'd have a boxing match until he got hurt, which was really odd. He was yeah. sort of landing a bit on Pavlovich, like which 
maybe gave him confidence that he shouldn't have had because Pavlovich is hittable. You know, he does sort of drop his yeah. hands he's to got swing. Got a chin on him. Got he, a yeah. chin on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't. He's taken big shots. He took big shots from Ty to Avasa too. Yeah. Ty landed a few. Yeah. Fucking Ty who hits hard, Ty to Avasa, a lot fucking harder than Curtis Blades hits. Yeah, 100%. And I, I don't know what Sergei's Blades was like, really nah, expecting. Brad him. And it, I found that disrespectful. But, you know, what he did to Curtis Blades was fine. I just, I don't know And it makes me feel better Blades every time he does expecting. it to someone. The fact that he did it to Lewis, then Tyler's pissed. Then he did it to Blades. I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is better. Yeah. You know. I don't like yeah. Curtis Blades. I no, I gathered. It's a real shame. I'd like to. I just think he's the... boy. I just think he's who gives a fuck, Curtis. Like... And when people talk about how good he is, I'm like, based on fucking what? I don't know what Every you're Every time saying, it's man. sort of a big fight, he fucking loses. He, like, based he, on what? Man, he beat the piss out of um, Alexander Volkov. Okay. So I like, like Volkov. I think Volkov's good for a heavyweight. Do you? I don't. I think Volkov's so who, who do you think are good heavyweights, dude? Honest what did we just you... say? <laughs> what the, none of them! None of them! That's the point! What do you mean? Not even Aspinall. Which one do you think are good? We just established they all suck. <laughs> we, yeah. I no. don't think any but of them are good. You've got, you've got to judge yeah. by, like... You've got to judge if by, like, the division. If you ask me the only... Heavy, there's three heavyweights in history I think are good, and none of them fight anymore. Mm, can I guess? None of them fight can anymore. Can I guess? Guess. guess. Sorry, For one f- of them fights, and it's obviously John Jones, I think, is obviously good. Okay. So you you got two more? He doesn't suck. And I hate John Jones as a person. I fucking hate him. But he doesn't suck as a fighter. Let's not pretend he does. Um, yeah, who are the, guess the other two. Uh, Ngannou? No. No, you don't think Ngannou was good? sucks. Okay, cool. I think cool. sucks ass. Um, yeah. Okay. Mark Hunt? No. Mark's, I love Mark to death. But he oh, no. He was good. I, I think he was good for the division. Again, like... Well, good for, like, a name. He put on fun fights. He's an amazing... Like, I love him. I love Mark Hunt. But you're talking about, like... I think he'd, I think he'd beat most of these, like, modern-day power punchers. Off the mark. I'll give you a hint. He's a former Olympian. Who the fuck was a... And a double champion. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah <laughs> you know I mean, DC? Daniel yeah. Cormier? Daniel yeah. Cormier doesn't suck. Daniel no. Cormier is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, of course. I fuck, I fuck with DC hard. Love DC. He's great. He's your second then, because I, I would have got to DC, but I don't know who. Kane, your Kane Velasquez. Kane. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I've not actually watched Kane in and any Kane performance never, apart from the Ingoing. Never got to. Yeah, Kane never got to live up to his full potential. He was just ruined no. by injuries. His whole no. career was ruined by injuries. He was. Eating his prime, like Brock Lesnar, JDS days, like he didn't suck. Yeah. Cain Velasquez, Daniel Cormier, John Jones. That's about it. Maybe Stipe sometimes hasn't. Yeah, sucked. I think. You know, I, and like... I love Stipe. Love Stipe, greatest heavyweight of all time. But doesn't mean he doesn't suck like other heavyweights. It sort of sucks <laughs> now. Oh didn't yeah. always suck. I, I guess like Stipe so. didn't used to suck, but Stipe sucks. All of God, them. What a, fucking, what a fucking depressing division. I'm so glad we get so many main events with them. Oh, God. It's so fucking annoying. Because what was it recently it... where they were the co-main and were like, thank God. 
It's not. Was it um, oh, Sanhagen was it? and Cheeto? Yeah, it might have been. And I was like, thank God the heavyweights. No, that was Holly Holm versus Yana Santos. Um, hold on. Mm. Hold on. Yandavalishvili, I think, had Volkov Romanov as their co-main. Who did? Uh, Yan versus Marab. Ah. Oh. Yes, you're right. Love to see it. Which as it should have been, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And Volkov sucks. And that fight sucked. That was a yeah. Joke. No, I mean, that was fun. It was so, just so funny. It was so heavyweight. I loved yeah. that fight. It's just, yeah. I called that to a T. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, fucking Brad God. Tavares loses again. Fucking shut yeah, up. that was a shame. Brad just like, sucks. Unlike Bruno Silva. Bobby Green, I think he's cool. Jared Gordon. Love both those guys. Headbutt. No contest headbutt. That was tough. Um, I want to talk to you about... Because we'll get into 288 next week and we'll talk about Bilal Gilbert and the welterweights. That's next yep. week's discussion. Um, I don't really want to talk about anything else major coming up because the cards after that are like Johnny Walker, Anthony Smith in a co-main, Rosenstruck and Almeida in a main... Like, fuck off. You Ian don't want Gary to talk about... And, the, the undercard's great on that one. I can't, yeah. Like, Ian Gary, D-Rod, Tim Means, yeah, like that's a good Morono, fight. Mackenzie Dern, Angela Hills. What the fuck? This undercard's... Way, why is that the main event? Why is that the because main event? Because they're heavyweights, man. You don't understand clearly. They're, Dude, they're heavyweights and light heavyweights. I'd rather watch Ian Gary and D-Rod in five rounds. I'd rather watch Mackenzie Dern and Angela Hill for five rounds. Actually, that's a good fight. Like, without a shred Dern of irony. Dern Angela Hill? I would, that's, like... Oh, I mean, strawweight's the only good female yeah. division. That's a good Yeah, 100%. Division. Yeah, I like, I like that fight. That's a, <laughs> Mackenzie Dern and Angela is a good fight. Matt Brown's yeah. on the prelims, bro? What I know. Carlos Ulberg? Is also oh, on the prelims. Nice. I didn't even see him. Nice. Cody Stamen. If that's what I'm yep. thinking of. Stamen's. Yep, it is. G- Jessica Rose Clark's opening the prelims. Aussie Kiwi. Love to see it. Ian Gary's there. It's a good undercard. Main event sucks. It's yeah. A good undercard. They do that a lot. They do that. Like, if you look at the card for Nunez Pena. The fights on there are pretty good. Kitata yeah, Ladze is like bad. I'd happily... Yeah. Dan Ige, Nate Landwehr, Matt that, Schnell. That, we love that fighter you made up. <laughs> we love yeah, that my, my character creator fighter. Well, he's... That's not a real name. Obviously. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Obviously. Um, um, if there's one thing we love on Switching Stances, it is xenophobia. Um, yeah. And... Exactly. <laughs> well, you're writing your dissertation on it. <clears throat> exactly. Um, I'll use this as a source. I'll cite this. Yeah. <laughs> cite this. Dude, that next week, man, it's tough. Raquel Pennington, Irene Aldana. Yeah. Five round main event. Fuck off. Fuck. Yeah, tell off. you what, they haven't done, they haven't even given that undercard the effort either. The, like, that is an unbalanced fucking card, if I've ever seen one. Michael Johnson's opening the main card. That's nice. Karolina yeah. Kovacavich is the prelim. Latifi? He's still fighting? I thought he retired. Chase Hooper? That's a weird card. That's such yeah. a cursed card. Wacky. 
And it's in the Apex. It's got to be in the Apex. That's an Apex oh, 100% card. 100% it's an Apex, an Apex card. Yeah. Whereas you Las can Vegas. tell the week before with like Ian, Gary, Mackenzie, Dern on like not the main events. That's obviously in front of a crowd. Matt Brown, Stamen, Ulberg. Yeah, that's a... Just Rose Clark, that's a... 100% that's in front of a crowd. Um, see it. Yeah, I mean, then then Dana White decided he'd do a little press a little presser or like, what's it called? Like a little promotion yeah. video. Um, yeah. And he's like, guys, I've got some really exciting matchups to announce. You've got yeah. five more middleweight main events. Have fun. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, you have Marvin Vittori, Jared Cannonier. Now that's cool. That's, that's a fight which I feel like has already happened three times. I know. I'm, I was like, didn't they just fight? Yeah. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, did they not just fight? Or is it just that Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya have cleaned them? Yeah, it's but, just that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I forget that Costa and Vittori fought all the time because it just feels like middleweights don't fight oh, anyone they... that isn't those two. Yeah, that's true. It's weird, eh? Vittori, Cannonier, Strickland, and Costa. Strickland. Are those just Stri- four guys that sit below? Rob and Izzy, they just feel like the gatekeeper guardians of the top two. Yeah. And Strickland's just fighting a dude. Like, this guy's had Which one I... fight in the UFC. Yeah, I sort of love it. It feels like a Strickland main event. I, was, I hate Strickland main events so much, man. Yeah. Why? Well, it's Why an, do we need five April, rounds? Sure, it'll be I think April, it is, man. Because it, it's, it's Las oh, Vegas 47, yeah. so it's not fight yeah. night 2-2. Two, two. Like... I think the Vegas cards normally have fight night to something, but maybe I'm just trying to Jack Manson, Brendan Allen, that's tough main event. Jesus Christ. And that's in between like 289. Amanda Nunes, three. who gives a fuck. At least Oliveira Dariush has been added to that. Um, Danny Gay's on there. Cleo Roundtree. Chris Curtis is back. Oh, nice. Wow, I Chris like Curtis. Curtis is back. Yeah, he's, who's he fighting? I mean, he's I, finding someone cool, isn't he? Imavov. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. a cool fight. I mean, I don't really like Chris Curtis all that much. Uh, boo. Oh, no, it is all right. Um, just to get back on that Strickland thing, it is totally from the Apex. Yeah, it has to be, though. You can't. You gotta, you've got to you've got to hear. You've Dude, got there's to a have, lot of fight. You've got to have the row. Twitter moment. You've got to have the Twitter moment where you can capture a bit of Sean Strickland's audio as he's saying, yeah. like, fuck you, man, Dude, in the octagon. Yeah. That'll go viral. We're definitely hitting We're definitely hitting a busy period. There's just going to be fights every week. Not all good, but there's fights every week. Yeah. And then you've got, like, after Cannoneer Vittori, you've got literally, like, four middleweight men events in a row bet- with a pay-per-view in between. Like, Hermanson Allen... Then it's 289. Then it's yeah. Vittori Cannonia. Oh, sorry. Then it's Josh Emmett, Ilya Taporia, which yeah. love that fight. Then it's Sean Strickland, Magomedov. And then it's 290. Yeah. And let's talk Again, about... it's a... Let's, can we just talk about 290? I know we've got, obviously, time. No, fuck it. Let's go, man. It, to the, preview it, but like... The cards won't look the same when it comes around. And the, and the main topic I wanted to talk to you about is a part of this card. Oh yeah, and I don't want to spend too much time because we will at the time talking about Volk Yair because yep. what's there to say? Volk wins easily. Um, sure, Volk dominates. Volk decimates. Volk destroys. Volk smash. Do you see Craig Jones yeah. put up a little picture? We do know. Um, like Taekwondo isn't real. Get me excited. <laughs> yeah, mm. love to see it. Love to see that Craig Jones is working with uh, Jack Della Maddalena 
as well. Yeah. He's in his camp right now. You love that. I fucking love Craig Jones, bro. Yeah, I'm such a fan. Love the boys. Love the boys. Um, Comey, Brandon Moreno, Pantoja. Great fucking fight, dude. Yeah. Brandon Moreno fights. We love Brandon Moreno fights. That's a great main and co-main. Yeah, 100%. Great main and co-main. And there'll probably Robbie be something Lillard else Nico. on there. I, yeah, I'd be oh, surprised if we don't get a women's title fight on there. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, um, do you get the Valentina rematch? I think you do. I think you do Valentina. Um, I forgot Dude, the girl's name. That's that's, that's <laughs> huge. What's her name? I've forgotten the girl's name. What's, what's, the, what's the current flyweight champion? Um... Um, oh my fucking god, why am I forgetting your name? Um, Hold on. Um, oh my god. What's wrong with this? This is what we do. What are we do? What's wrong with us? What's her name? Oh my god. Uh, I, was about, I, was, I was about to say. Um, no, go on. Alexa Grasso. Oh my god. I was. I, I had Irene Aldana on my list. I wasn't even close. Time. I wasn't even close. You know what I mean? Like up with something Alexa Grasso, dude. Don't even worry about it. Not that. You know? <laughs> At least you're you were gonna say the, another Mexican born fighter. Yeah, yeah, right. I sure wasn't. Um, yes, Alexa Grasso rematch with Valentina Shevchenko. I think that works. I think that works. Not that you need it because I mean, this no, other you card you're gonna have it. Jack Della Maddalena, Sean Brady. Great fucking fight. That'll probably be the featured prelim. You'd imagine. I don't think that makes the main card, bro. Especially if you have the women's title fight. Might not, eh? Might not. Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner. Big fight. Yeah. Robbie Lawler, Nico Price will definitely be on the prelims, unfortunately. But it'll be a banger prelim. The prelims will be a banger for two minutes. I think Robbie Lawler is at a point where Nico Price will just violently kill him. Sadly. I love Lawler. Um, I don't think I, just... you, I don't think you know. I don't think you know anything. I don't think when you know when has Robbie, Robbie Lawler, Lawler looked like? Good I don't think recently. I don't think you know anything about Robbie Lawler. <laughs> you definitely know more you know. about Robbie Lawler mm, four years ago. But if we look Robbie at Robbie Lawler, Lawler today, is a best. <laughs> Robbie Lawler is a former champion that rises to occasions. It is International Fight Week. He is going into the Hall of Fame that weekend for the greatest mixed martial arts contest of all time, his second fight with Rory McDonald, which was at International Fight Week 2015, UFC 189. In the co-main yeah. event, five rounds for the undisputed UFC welterweight championship, Robbie Lawler will harness that energy from the MMA gods and he will finish Nico Price inside two rounds. I Guaranteed. want to, at the end of the year, I want to Guaranteed. go back. At the end of the year, I want to go back and tally up our predictions and see who's been more on the ball with them. Yeah, but it's tough because I'm so biased. Oh, and yeah. But logic also, goes out the window. But, like, yeah, but, like, I don't want to start making, like, safe, boring predictions. I'm quite enjoying yeah. sort I mean, of Robbie taking a bit I'm of a risk. I'm picking Robbie Lawler all day. Dan Hooker beats Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner. <laughs> doesn't, though, does he? Um, um, yeah, he does. Ah, doesn't. By Anzac finish. Um, <laughs> How? What's what's? Do you know what Jalen Turner's record against Anzacs is? I don't want to know. He's it's the four Anzac and killer, isn't he? It's four and zero. Well, he's been four soon and to one, be five. Soon to be five. So it should be four and one. Dan Hook is gonna fuck him up. I'm not worried about this. Fight. Okay, I, I want to know how much you believe that. 
I believe it with all of my heart and soul. Sure. I believe it as much that I am half a Kiwi, which is 100% true. Sure. Okay. Well, and yeah. Fuck okay. Turner. This can be such a fun. Jalen Turner can such have a fun be, Jalen Turner fucking stubs his toe on the way to the cage. I mean, breaks I would, his leg in there. I would love no, nothing I more. I, I hope he stubs his more. toe, but I don't hope he breaks his leg. I would love nothing more than for Dan Hooker to win. He will win. I mean, there, actually, there's definitely some things I'd love more, but um, there's not much I'd love more. No, I, I'd be I'd be a big fan of Dan Hooker winning that. Um, yeah. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I think it will. Um, the, the there's one other fight, and this is the main gets onto the main subject I want to talk about. I want to talk about the new middleweight champion of the world, Israel Adesanya. Um, obviously, coming off his massive win against Alex Pereira. Yeah. Um, you're an Izzy interim. hater. You hate it. Um, and yeah, interim because the real champion is fighting on this card, mm-hmm. defending against uh, <laughs> depressing <laughs> of all people. <laughs> Uh, Robert Whitaker, Drickus, Duplessis. I mean, this is a joke of a fight, if you ask me. It's so funny. I, I, I mean, I think this should. This open was. The this was this the fight. This was the fight that I, I had. That I after Duplessis versus Brunson, I was like, right, have him fight Whitaker, because it would be so funny. Robert Whitaker, this is legal murder. Yeah. Rob is going to fuck him up bad. Very bad. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. And it's Dana be... said, and I've ne- I've not heard Dana say this, he's literally like booking it like he's Vince McMahon in WWE. I mean, you may as well. Like, it's not like you know who's going to win this fight. Like, yeah. you've just picked a fight and you know who's going to win. Um, where he said the the winner of this fight will fight at the end of the year, October, November, in Sydney, Australia, Israel Adesanya for the middleweight championship. Yeah. Clear. Yeah, is- num- this is a guaranteed number one contender fight. And, I mean, that's just lining up Rob Izzy 3 in yeah. Australia once again. Which is I can't wait for. Excited about. Want to see Whitaker take the belt back. Though I love Izzy. This um, one middleweight. Whitaker King has the belt. Whittaker. Let's not fuck around here. Yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. You well, want to see? He has, he has Rob lineal, retain yeah. his undisputed status. Yes, you're right. Sorry, that's my bad. Um, but Izzy wants to fight Duplessis so bad. He yeah. Talked about him on his podcast the other day. Um, he is just. Talked about him in the, obviously without naming names. The post fight press conference love the way he did that. Love the way he did yeah. that. Selling his next fight while also like in a way where we knew who he was talking about. Clearly, clearly knew who he was talking about without saying his name and putting a bit of a story to it. Um, that's some fucking theater, and I love that shit. So, but the problem is it's just not going to happen because he's talking no. about like the disrespect and sort of become a bit racial with the Africa thing. And I, I, I mean, really it's just, they've both blown it out of proportion because they're both saying they said things they didn't say and are like acting up in their own heads. It's like, they're both having arguments in their heads with each other. Man, if he says this, then I'm going to say this, but then he'll say like half of that. And then you'll say the same response. Like he said, I, you know what? I, I actually think Izzy's on the money here, to be honest. Like, I mean, for the for, most part, for a, he's on the money. I think there's... I don't think that's what Duplessis meant. 
I think I Duplessis think he sort knows of fucked up when doing. he was. Ex- yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think he. I think he I knows just thought, I just that... think Duplessis too sort of stupid. Um, but maybe you're right. Thing is, maybe thing is know. right. He's not that stupid. I thought it was just like he he'll he'll have these stupid fights where he looks like a bumbling idiot, and then he'll he'll get on the mic and he'll be like, "Oh man, that minute in round two, uh, I you know I threw this combination," and you're like, this "What combination? Why does he sound like you're?" Because I, I can't because I can't do I can't do South African man. It's sort of similar. It's not similar. Sort of similar. It's not similar. That's um, like an American saying Australians and English people sound similar. Yeah, it is like that, isn't it? You're so right. But um, yeah. sadly, I can't do a South African accent. And I didn't want to just okay. do Duplessis as English. It wouldn't sound right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's got weird clarity of mind, in at least in his fights. Um, I, think, mm. I think Duplessis knew what he was saying when he was like, oh, they're not the real African champs. I'll be the first you know, champ from Africa fighting out of Africa, who is African in his day-to-day life. I think he knows exactly what he's doing as a white South African. Um, And I think he's doing it to stir stir the bot, which is fine, because you're like, you're trying to sell a fight. I don't like... Like, I get it. I get why he's saying it. Um, And it makes me, you know, it makes him a heel to Izzy. Makes me want to see Izzy kick his head in. As much as I would adore if Duplessis beat Izzy just for the fucking lols. Yeah, oh, 100%. It would be so funny. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I would love to see... Well, the fact is, whoever Duplessis would fight, Rob or Izzy, you're watching him get... It's an episode of Bully Beatdown. Yeah. Um, so either way, pick your poison. Um, I would have loved to have seen Izzy do it. That would have been fucking sick. Um, especially if it was like that first African card that like Dan's yeah. been looking for. Would have been Which crazy. it wouldn't be, because they'd fuck it up. Yeah. Which is a shame. But but I sort of also like that Rob just gets to do it and be like, no, 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 no. There's no other contenders. <laughs> no. There's only one number mm-hmm. one contender for this title. And Rob's just going to manhandle Duplessis so fucking badly. Yeah. I just don't even know where he's threatened. Like, I know I might be speaking out of turn because it's fighting and anything can happen, right? But, like, I just genuinely don't know any way this Rob doesn't destroy him. Uh, I like Duplessis powerful is the only thing I can even see. But he's also is not he like, that crazy. Powerful? Is he he's that not, like, powerful? He's not no, that's the thing. He's not crazy powerful. If if Rob weathered he's the not storm crazy of, powerful. If Rob weathered the storm of Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero and, and for Jared fifty minutes. Yeah. For fifty minutes, Yoel Romero. Yeah, like I can't like obviously Vittori, obviously Kamenia. there is there is the chance that Duplessis lunges in with some meme strike and clips Rob at the right time and he goes down. And it's enough the to make me nervous. It's enough to make me nervous. have is Derek Brunson. Yeah. And look at how those and... two fights went. Yeah. And that was like a better Derek Brunson. In the sense that Derek Brunson was quite old when fighting. Yeah, true. Um, Duplessis. Like, better technically, but also very old. And sort of one for out the door. Yeah, true. True. Um, yeah, but Izzy's calling for that fight, but I just... Izzy, it's no, over. It's, yeah. There's no way Izzy thinks... He like, he's like, please win. It's like, there's no way. 
There's no, no way he, he can think that. I think he knows that, though. I think that's why he's like, please win. Come on, man. I think that's why he's saying <laughs> it so much wanna... now, because I feel like this is the only time he's going to get to, like... Talk shit. The only way he can beat him is, like, verbally beat him down. Yeah. So I think he's, like, taking the chance while he can to verbally just destroy him, because he knows he's probably never going to get to fight him. He can fight him um, when Rob takes the title. True. That's a good point. You know, when, when Rob's champ. Well, when Rob beats that Izzy fight. Yeah. in Sydney, in his hometown, Sydney, Australia. Dude, that's going to be wild, bro. Imagine yeah. Rob coming out now. And then you do... Oh, dude. Dude, do you do... No, you can't. I was about to say, do you do Volk Islam too? Oh, you totally could, eh? No, you can't because Volk's going to beat in a year and then Islam's going to fight in in Abu Dhabi. Probably like two weeks before the card. They'll probably be the two October cards that they do. Oh, you're probably right. So it'll probably be a few weeks before. So I reckon Volk will be waiting for Islam to win against whoever he defends against. And then it'll be like February again. Did you hear, by the way, that um, Volk got offered the Islam fight? Yeah, and you declined it for yeah, yeah. Well, you would have had to wait till October. Yeah, and he would have had to vacate the featherweight. <sighs> yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, so I'm happy with what he's doing because I'm like, it makes yeah. no difference. He'll be yeah, yeah, easily. So yeah, whatever. Who cares? Hundred percent. Yeah, let him fight. Yeah, yeah. Let him remind everyone he's pound pound number one. Yeah. Um, and then get on with it. Get on with it. Rematch. Volk I'd like Tenet. to I'd like to very quickly um give some props to the life and death of Davidson Figueredo versus Manel Cape. Um that oh, fight was made yeah, that fight was made for about two minutes before <laughs> before Figueredo had to pull out. Oh um, I didn't I didn't hear about the pull out. Yeah, he's he's injured. Or he's not medically cleared. So <laughs> lol i mean the, K- i mean there's still gonna had... be so many um announcements for fights on yeah. this particular card because like we're previewing a card that's two months away because there's no other good cards <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> um but a lot of announcements a lot of stuff going on um in the meantime um did you watch davis garcia i no, you know what? I tried to. It was at like th- three a.m. my time, and I tried to watch it. And the bull, like the hour of commentators talking to each other yeah, beforehand, like just like made me go to bed. Um, I've seen the finish. I've seen the the discourse around the finish of people being oh, like, dude, "Oh, he well, quit! People, people... What a bitch! Like, how are you going to quit from?" Well, those are people that have never fought yeah. before, or even trained, or even been yeah. hit before. These are people that think they're tough because they watch fighting, but they've never been mm-hmm. hit before or thrown a punch, or they've done it with their mates in the backyard and think that's real fighting. Like, yeah, you're a fucking dork and shut the fuck up. You know, Ryan Garcia's gotten in there many times. Champion. Uh, I love what that both those guys did. Um, for boxing by fighting yeah. each other. Yeah, there was still, of course, a bit of bullshit negotiations with the rehydration clauses, all that bullshit that boxing, comes to boxing, but it's, at least they fought each other. Two guys undefeated, best of the best, big stars, fought each other. Not after their prime, not years later, not when one had a clear advantage. They fought when they both called for it. 
and I, I just loved it. And it did very well financially. I enjoyed watching the build-up through the week with the interviews. And I'm a big... I like Ryan Garcia. I was rooting for him. But, dude, you got hit so fucking hard to the body. And your body just shuts down. You don't have a choice. Yeah. You don't have a choice. And he's sitting there. It's like, I literally, like, I can't physically stand up. I want to, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, um, it's like an Arnold Allen thing. I think he's going to get better from this. And I'd like to see him rematch down the road, but I, you, you know, you'd want to. It'd be long down the road. It wouldn't be anytime soon. Four, five fights away. Yeah, I don't. I don't know my boxing well enough, but I understand from yeah. people that are into combat sports that this was a big thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I saw most people picking Tank. Yeah, it was like your head versus your heart type thing. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, that was the week, and I think that's probably it for this episode. Hey guys. Yeah, I um, mean there uh, was still a fair bit to cover. Yeah, I mean I didn't watch the Bellator um, bantamweight. No, no, who did? I know Patchy Mix won it, and I know I I saw yeah. I saw the knee. I saw the end of the one. Uh, what's it? Who's it, what's his name? Haggerty versus Nongo. I saw that. Um, I thought that was cool, oh, yeah. uh, but I don't the have Muay Thai, as, yeah, yeah. That I don't have enough awesome. of like a a staple. Neither do I. In but I watched the I watched the one fight. Muay Thai. It was fucking sick, Haggy yeah. with the, apparently the upset of the year. I'm like, I don't know my Muay Thai says the guy had better Muay Thai fight. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's a great weekend of combat sports for the most yeah. part. Um, and some big fights coming, big fights coming. So, yes, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of Switching Stances. Be sure to like. This, if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, our social medias, and rate us on podcast services. Appreciate you all watching. We will see you next week as we preview UFC 288, um, which is Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo for the Bantamweight Championship of the World. We'll see you then. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>